Welcome to the Acoustic You Podcast, guys. I am your host, Cheyenne Williams, and if you are here to find the real, raw, unapologetic version of ourselves, you have came to the right place. So if you're ready, I'm ready, let's lock arms, and let's go out and change the world. I have a special surprise for you today. I was given the amazing honor of being a guest speaker on the She Summit hosted by Heidi, and I wanted to be able to share the free interview that I had did with her, with my podcast family. So buckle up, Buttercup, because it's about to be a good one as you get the real, raw, acoustic version of me sharing my truth, sharing my story, sharing my mission, and I hope that you find it just as impactful as I did. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Be She Summit, where we're be seen, be heard, and empowered to do so. And I am really looking forward to today, to my conversation with Cheyenne Williams. She is a powerhouse, and I'm really excited to bring her to all of you to share her expertise. So welcome, Cheyenne. So happy to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I am super excited, too. And the first thing I want to do is introduce you. So... Before we dive in, let me give a warm uh, introduction for Miss Cheyenne. Her, she is a holistic trauma specialist that focus on, focuses on self-exploration, tantric arts, and psychosomatic body movement therapy. She is the host of the Acoustic You podcast, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, mom of two, and CEO and president of the Acoustic You Academy, LLC. Using feminine embodiment and holistic healing techniques, she will guide you to a life you truly desire. And Cheyenne, I just want to tell you, I love how you end that with a life you truly desire, because that is so important for us women. We're always going, 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 and sometimes we forget what our passions and desires are. So I love that you that you do that for people. I would love to ask to kick this off with a question, but before I do that, I want to say just thank you for being a yes to the summit. Um, this summit's been on my heart for a while, and you know, actually, I'm so glad you have a podcast, which I'm going to totally go check out, and I invite all of you to do so as well, um, because this has been something that's been on my heart to do and to really help women be seen, be heard, and empowered in all areas of their lives, because we're always juggling a lot from the day to day. So thank you for being a yes to serving our audience and to sharing your expertise with all these women. I'm really grateful for you. Of course. Thank you again for having me. You're welcome. So my question for you is many of us start our journeys with a story, especially when we're in the entrepreneurial space. Um, we have moved through something ourselves. So when, once we've moved through that, it, it ends up on our heart to help others do the same. So do you have a journey or story that you can share with us on how you got started to doing what you're doing? Honestly, it's going to sound like really cliche, but like my entire life kind of brought me into this work. Um, so I come from really humble beginnings. Um, you know, I grew up in a middle-class family, but my dad always traveled for work. And so my mom was kind of plain single mom of three kids. And I saw them sacrifice so much for us that it almost became so much that my dad got sick because he was overworking, trying to provide the life that he gave us. And so I battled a lot with like insecurities, feeling like burdens, feeling resentment for my dad's sickness. Um, and then also like going into college, I kind of had this 
like insecurities for lack of better words around my sexuality around who I wanted to be as a woman because I'd never been away from home and that was the first time in my entire life that I was actually away from family in another state all by myself and I kind of got lost in my identity of who I really wanted to be and during that time of trying to find myself, I got wrapped up in the wrong crowd. I got sexually abused. I was taken advantage of in multiple ways and ended up getting pregnant at the age of 19. And during that time was kind of like the shift I had mentally where I was like, what am I going to do with myself? Like, do I continue to go to college and be a single young teen mom or do I move back home, find the easy route, have my parents help me and all the things. And something inside of me just kept telling me, like, don't fall to the stereotypes of what young moms are seeing in society, right? Like poverty, dropouts, moving in with parents, their parents raising their kids and all the things. And so during the summer, I did move back home because obviously school was out. I had my daughter and then I was kind of trapped. Like, do I take the hard road or do I take the easy road? And something in my heart was just telling me to take the hard road. And so I did. I packed up my two-month-old. I moved back to college. And during that time, I lost my basketball scholarship because you couldn't live on campus with a child. So I had to like find rent, find a place, work full-time while still doing undergrad. I couldn't afford babysitting. So luckily I had professors that like would let me take my daughter to class with me. Um, and then I had a job that would allow me to leave my daughter in the break room. And it kind of just worked out. But like during all of those struggles, I learned a lot of great life lessons, like how to be resilient, how to overcome adversity and all of these really amazing things. But I also saw a lot of darkness where I battled with suicide ideation almost on a daily. I was at rock bottom. I was living in a place where I had like no utilities and I was like sleeping on an air mattress that had a hole in it. And during that time, I just kept looking at my daughter and I'm like, there has to be more, like there has to be more. And that like kind of ignited a flame into me where it was like, I really dived into the mental health work because I wanted more for young moms. I wanted more for people who didn't have the resources available to them like other individuals. And so that is when I kind of really like dived into my my trauma field and I got a really basic like part-time job working for the Department of Child Protective Services and during that time I was that person that would walk into homes pick up the kids drive the kids to foster care and I was like oh my gosh like this is really emotionally draining yeah. but it all me how not messed up the government is but like how there's so many different like like how there's a system in place that isn't really set up to really help people because there's already stigmas and limitations and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And so I was seeing kids getting removed from their home from parents who really were just trying the best with what they had. And it kind of tugged me even more to be like, I need to change the system. Like I need to change the stigma around mental health and being parents and what it is to be just at the bottom line. And so I decided like after I graduated, I was like, I'm going to go into grad school. I'm going to open up my own private practice. And like, I'm going to change the game. Like, right. It sounded amazing. That was the dream. And I did all of that. And going into grad school, that is when I really saw like 
the gray areas in the mental health system. So it was like working in undergrad allowed me to see the gray areas in the criminal justice system and then doing grad school and my residency and my internship saw me to see it in the mental health field. Mm. And when I was there, I saw that a lot of the mental health field is really about putting band-aids over things. It was about, let's get you on this medication to help you with this like symptom. And then it's going to cause this side effect. And we're going to put you on this one to help with that. And it's like just putting band-aids on a bunch of things. And it was never really getting down to like the core root of like, why are you having mental health instability? Like, why is it that your brain chemistry actually is underdeveloped? What caused, what trauma is actually impacted your brain development to lead you to these mental health impacts? And like, no one wanted to talk about that part. And so when I saw that, I was just like, okay, traditional psychology is not it. And I really started to look into holistic practices. Like there has to be a way to heal your body without hurting your body more and just putting a bunch of band-aids over it. And I was probably about 21 years old when I dived into the holistic field. And I was like, I'm going to be a guinea pig for this. So I got off of all of my medication. I was like, I'm going to go like focus on my gut health. I'm going to focus on breath work. I'm going to focus on meditation. And I'm just going to see where it takes me. And I realized that within the first 60 days of just doing that, like my mental health was actually the best it had ever been since I was five years old. Wow. And that is when I was just like, okay, like this is it. Like, this is how I'm going to change the game. And I decided like once I graduated from grad school, like I was like, I'm going to become a trauma specialist that focuses on how you can actually heal your body and how you can actually release the traumas and kind of have a business around like a subconscious playground and really teach people that like, you don't have to fall to the stereotypes to be healed. Yes, insurance doesn't cover the work that I do, but like you can actually have more impact by doing that investment than you would by just going to individuals who literally get paid off of your sickness. And so it's like, that is kind of what led me to the work that I do is it's all about the energetic releases and the somatic body movement to really allow your body to actually heal on a level that you're not necessarily going to get in your stereotypical psychology field. Wow. That is just, I, that's my word. Wow. I, I, I don't know I have a lot of, I don't have a lot of words. It's wow. Like just, you're so inspiring. I'm, I'm in, I'm awestruck right now with everything you've been through and how you did it on your own. So just, wow. <laughs> um, there's so much to unpack and dive into from what you shared, um, which is amazing. So the first thing I want to say is there's a quote that I learned in the past two years and I lived my life by it. Um, and because when anything ever gets hard, I always think of this quote and it's, it's um, by Steve Jobs. And it's, we can't connect the dots looking forward. We can only look, connect the dots looking backwards. So we must trust that the dots will somehow connect in our future. And when you were sharing all of that, all I could think about were all of your dots. I'm like, all of our dots have connected to bring her here from everything you've gone through to having your daughter at 19 to all the steps you took. Um, the second thing, there's so much that landed for me, the gaps, you filled in gaps. Like that's why you're doing what you're doing now. You saw so many gaps in the system, so many gaps while you're in grad school, but even when you were working, um, 
and that's really key for people to understand. And I'm glad you brought up that up. Like if, if any of you have something on your heart that you want to start, or you, you want to dive into entrepreneurship or build a business, like that's a great way to, that's how you figure it out. What are the gaps of what you're dealing with or what you, you've gone through? And then how can you fill those gaps? And there's your answer. And that's where, and then it'll be, you know, if it lands on your heart and it's heavy there, then you know, that's, that's your direction. Um, the other thing you mentioned was, you mentioned so much, um, but that you took the hard road. And you had a voice inside of you and you listened to it. You heard it and you listened to it. And that that's a lot, that's a big thing for this summit around this summit is being heard and being um being seen and being heard. And you could have taken the easier road, like you said. Not that that road was really easy. Um, being a single mom's not easy. However, um, it would have been easier and simpler to just do what everyone else does. So what was it that made you listen to that voice inside of you to keep to like, no, I want to go, I'm going to go the hard road. I'll, you know, let's start there because I have another question already for me. I've always been really spiritual in the sense of like, I've always danced to the beat of my own drum. I always did what brought me pleasure and desire and all the things. And so being in tune with like my intuition and like that voice inside of me, was always like, I always say it was like my superpower and still is like, it just comes so easy and natural. And so when I listened to that voice, it was more of like, okay, like this is like, it doesn't make sense right now because any person would be like, I'm going to live with my parents. Like, it's going to be easy and like, it's going to be okay. And like, for me, I was just like, there is just like, my intuition is telling me to do this. I don't know why. I don't know what that's going to mean, but like, it's just going to tell me, like, it's just telling me to do it. So like, even trying to explain that to my parents when I was like, yeah, like I'm moving back at the end of the summer. Like my mom was like, but like, why? And I was like, I don't know why, like my heart's just telling me to do it. So like, I just have to do it. And I did it. And like, during that time, during the first couple months, it was like, I absolutely was like sitting in fetal position in a corner, like bawling my eyes out. Like, why did I do this? Like, this is not what it was supposed to be. And I just kept going. I was just like, there has to be better. There has to be better. And like, that's just what I kept telling myself. And, you know, people laugh about it all the time because now I have a son and this amazing relationship that stemmed from all of that darkness. Mm. And people are like, but you're so close with your daughter. Like, do you forget you have another kid? And I'm like, no, like me and my daughter are always going to have a special bond because like we saw things together that like my son is never going to understand. And like, I think I had to go through that to kind of one, build a relationship with her because, because of that testimony, like she's going to be such an amazing human, but like, also like, if I didn't go through that hard, like I wouldn't have met my fiance that I have now. Like I wouldn't have my kid, my, my son that I have now. I wouldn't have the family I have now. And so like now, kind of like what you said, like, I see why I did that. But at the time, it was just like, I'm just going to follow my intuition and like hope my higher power is taking me somewhere good and like see what happens. I love that. And I'm glad you shared that part of your story because um, that really like that jumped out at me when you shared you're like, I took the hard road and I had like I had this voice telling me to do so. And I listened to it. And I want to give you just bravo for being so young at the time when you did it, too, because we have women who like me, I was much older before I started trusting it. And we all have it. We all have those voices in us that are telling us where to go and what direction to go in. But we also like our brain sometimes takes over. We think too much about it. So 
for any of you out there that are feeling like you're being called or something's pushing you in a certain direction, you trust in it. Trust in it. You're going to learn quickly if it's not the right direction, but just take this lesson from Cheyenne because um, it's a beautiful lesson and it will get you to where you're supposed to be going faster. And like you said, those all those dots connected, you would not be transforming people's lives in the way that you're doing if you didn't have all of those things that put you put that each step along the way. So um, the other thing you shared was that stood out for me and the word I that came to me was community um, because you were going through a hard time. And yes, it sucked. I'm just going to say that it did. Um, you were sleeping on, you know, an air mattress with like a mattress with holes on it, all the things. And you had support from professors that let you bring your daughter to class and they let you and your and employers who let you bring your daughter to work. Um, so that is huge. And I so can we talk about your community? Um, because you support women in big ways. And I'm sure that that journey of people supporting you and loving you along the way um, really, you know, helped you get to where, you know, you're now you're helping women in a similar fashion. So community is such a, like, I feel like a lot of people kind of take that word for granted, or like when they hear that word, they're thinking of like really big groups and like having a lot of friends and like the one thing that is really important to me and the one thing that like I stay true and stand true and teach my kids and even my clients is that it's not about the quantity of friends you have in your community. It's about the quality. And mm. so, you know, having the community when I was away at college, like, yeah, I had a community of really solid people, but I can count on one hand how many of those people actually were. And there was a lot of nights where I was actually like, I felt really alone because you know, they were professors, they weren't actually my friends, like they were like employers, they weren't actually my friends. And so during that time, like I had a community that helped take care of my daughter, but I didn't really have a community of that, like, I can call and be like, hey, can we come live with you? Hey, can you help with the bill? Can you do this? Right. And so during that time, it's like I had a community, but I also learned how to be really comfortable with being in my, like being by myself. Mm -hmm. And I like how to keep myself safe, which is something that I believe women lack is like, we're always, we look for people to give us security when in reality, like we have to give ourselves that security. And like, that's the ultimate form of self-love. And like during that time is when I really learned that. And even now, like being back in California, I have my entire community, like my entire family lives in California. All my old friends live here. But it's still the same way where it's like a lot of people will be like, well, you're back in your home state. Like you have a big community. It's like, well, no, like I actually like lost a lot of that community because I set higher standards. And so it's like as you start to like elevate and like evolve into the person you want to be, like your standards are going to have to change. And as your standards change, like your community actually gets a lot smaller and that is the one thing that I, I really want like people to like understand that it's not really about like the number or doing the thing so that like you can fit in. It's about like finding the solid people in your life that are like actually going to love you unconditionally, whether that's one person, two people, three people, like it doesn't really matter about the number. It matters about are they going to actually be there and like be the root of like, I always say like your tree. So it's like, I always say like think of like a tree like during a tree like the, all the thing that always stands firm is the root 
like, right, the trunk. And like during the different seasons of your life, like the leaves blow, the trees, the branches might fall off and all the things. And like, I kind of think of that as like your community. So it's like, who's your root community that's always going to be there no matter if there's a snowstorm, a rainstorm, a thunderstorm, whatever. Like those are the people you want to consider your community, not the leaves that are going to fly away when the wind gets too strong or the branches that are going to break when you lean on them too hard. And like, for me, like that's the community. So like right now I probably have a community of a solid, like three people. And like, I'm totally okay with that, you know? And so, yeah, like, I hope that answered your question. It does. And it's so true. And I was actually just talking about this yesterday with some, with some people um, about community. You can have a, a group of people that like have similar likes and stuff. That's a community, but I love how you, and it, and also like a small core group. It could be an accountability partner. That could be like, that's a community, you and an accountability partner that you trust and is really going to stand for you to help move you along to helping you with your dreams and goals. Um, and those people that you really like trust that are there for you, they're your riding guys, right? They're going to love you. They love you unconditionally. They, they, they love you through the ugly cries. They love you when you're, you know, celebrating on top of the roof, on top of the mountaintop. Like they love you no matter what. So I think that was perfect, Lee said. And that is really important for women to know, like find your people that you really truly trust. Like when things are going tough, who can you call and trust that they've got you and they're going to hold everything you share with them in their heart um, and keep it safe. And also the people that you know you can celebrate with, that understand you and what you're working towards or what your dreams and vision are, that you trust with those. If you feel that you, by sharing your vision, your goals and your your um, your dreams for your future and for your life, if you feel like by sharing it with somebody that you can't trust them, trust that intuition. If you get a feeling that holds you back from that, trust that and make sure you're sharing that with people that can, will, um, you know, are truly supportive. And that's your community. And it could be two people, could be three people. And what, what I took away from you, Cheyenne, is your priority in your community. Be true to yourself first. Love yourself first. We did, I did an exercise in a retreat this past weekend where you hold a mirror and you talk affirmations to yourself. I love you. I love me. You know, you're beautiful, all the things. And it's not as easy as it, it sounds to do. So that's a great exercise do and to do in self-care and self-love. And I'm really glad you brought up self-love on, on, on our conversation because it is really, really important. You I, have, go ahead. And like, I think that's also like just adding to that. Like, it's also knowing like, what part of your community is capable of having certain conversations. Like I know that like, I'm not going to talk about my business with my mom because she doesn't have the comprehension to wrap her mind around like what I do. Right. Like, and so it's like, that's also like a really important factor is like knowing who you can and can't go to with certain things. Like I'm not going to go to my best friend about relationship difficulties if she doesn't know how to hold a relationship. Right. And like things like that. And so I think that's also like a really big part about your community is you can have a community and still not talk to everybody about everything, you know, and certain people and yeah, the mirror work that you do with your retreat is like amazing. Cause like, that's what I teach my clients. And like, I even amplify it. And I'm like, stand in the mirror naked because by doing that, you're actually learning how to love your body. And so many women get so uncomfortable with just looking at themselves in nudity because of stretch marks, or especially if their mothers and like gone through pregnancies, like they get so insecure about just looking at themselves that like, just by doing that in the mirror and like just staring at yourself into the mirror naked, like that is a whole other type of work that like you can absolutely do as well. 
talk about vulnerability, right? Yes. <laughs> vulnerability to the, to like the, the umpteenth power there. And I love that. And I'm going to touch on really quickly the tree. And then I want to ask you about your program and what you, how you help women, how you help people. Um, but the tree is huge because it, like you said, with the, if the roots are, di- are dead, the tree it dies. So it's really important that, uh, and I love that analogy. So for all of you that are listening, if you ever have any questions on, you know, what, who's, is this person right for my community? Do you feel strong in, are they like firmly planted on the ground for you? Do they, will they stand for you no matter what? And I love how you, you say like, you know who you can talk to who about, because that's really important too. Our parents don't always understand everything, right? And certain friends don't always understand everything. So that's key. So thank you for that. Um, Huge takeaway, Cheyenne, this is amazing. So can you tell us about the Acoustic You program or uh, mentorship that you have? I, I personally would love to learn more too. And I know there's women out there that are like chomping at the bit, like, tell me. Yeah. So the Acoustic You Academy is the LLC I created is kind of a giant umbrella And the funny thing is, is that the name was actually inspired by my grandmother um, who passed away from Alzheimer's, but she always told me to like, like she was my second mom. Like she, I would spend all summers with her. And she always told me like, I know you feel like you don't fit in in this world, but like, remember that like the most beautiful music are the acoustic ones. So it's like, if you think of like songs, like usually when you hear the acoustic songs, it's like the beats stripped away and you like really get to hear the beauty of the music and the lyrics. And that just always stuck with me as like, I'm going to live acoustically. And ultimately, like what that means is like, I'm just going to be real raw and authentic. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that is kind of where like the name came from and the programs that I've created came from. Um, But under the Acoustic U Academy, I have on-demand courses that you can get and have lifetime access to. And they range from meditations to activation sessions to like really short trainings on just like some real quick tips of like what you can do to reframe your mind from like limiting beliefs to like creating affirmations that are really going to work because that's another thing is like affirmations are great but if you're just pulling affirmations up from the computer like they're not going to mean anything to you really work when you actually believe in them and they come from a place from your actual limiting beliefs so I have like courses about that I have courses about um like my day-to-day activities on how I can like reframe my mind and regulate my nervous system within minutes um and then I have group programs um so I have two signature group programs which is the somatic reframe that is where I teach people my proven signature method on how to embody yourself and have the most undeniable self-love within seconds. Um, so it's kind of like my step-to-step protocol of what I do every time I get triggered to like snap me out of it real quick. And then I have my other signature group program, which is redemption. And that's kind of like my mid-ticket offer. And that is a 12-week program that teaches you all of the tools that you learn from the somatic reframe group and you kind of amplify it and allow yourself to see how your patterns have been influenced from your unhealed wounds and kind of fill in the gaps. Um, And that's a 12 week program. And then I have one-on-one private containers um, for the gorgeous goddess that is like wanting to elevate her life and just open up a new paradigm. And so I have everything. It doesn't matter what part of your journey. I always have something for you. And I always tell people like, If you, the thing is, is like with healing, it's not tangible, right? And so people are always wanting to be like, well, if I'm going to invest this money, like I want it to be tangible. And it's like, I tell people like the most 
tangible thing you can have is becoming the best version of you. So it's like, you may not get the return of investment that you might be looking for, but like the ultimate turn, like return of investment is having a life that you truly desire, having a life that you wake up every single day and you're like, oh my gosh, like this feels amazing. And like having that like euphoric feeling of just doing a day to day and like not feeling bogged down or hitting burnout because you're just living through the motions. And so that is kind of what my world consists of, right? Helping you become a life that you truly desire and helping you become the best version of yourself, um, ultimately the acoustic you. And so I have programs for everybody from $22 to thousands of dollars, just depending on where you're at and what you're looking for. And I always tell people like, you can slide into my DMs on Instagram, you can email my team and we will always help you find the best program for you if you have questions and you're like, I don't really know where to start. Beautiful. So she's got everything for you all. So go follow her, go check her out on Instagram. Are you, where else are you? Where else can we find you? Honestly, Instagram is like heaven. Yeah. Even then I tell people like, go to my Instagram. Instagram, I have so much free content. Um, my podcast, I have so much free content and that's kind of where you really get the feel of like my personality and my life and like all the things. And then my website is in my bio. So you can click the link on my Instagram page and see everything else that I have in my world. Beautiful. So go to Instagram, follow Cheyenne Williams, get in her DM, go to her link tree, check out all her links. Cause I did, um, and go, 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 go reach out and go connect and go grab all her stuff. Like you can start at the beginning and she'll meet you where you are. That's the great thing about how, what everything she just shared is that she will meet you where you are. And Cheyenne, I want to just reiterate something that you said at the beginning of our conversation. And you mentioned that insurance doesn't cover the some of these healing processes we go through however that being said i would rather not need insurance because i'm fully healed in the correct way versus using insurance to go to doctors that can't heal me and they don't know what's going on so and they don't understand so there's um it's really important that if you're going through some things and you have not been able to to get through them up to, to this point reach out to Cheyenne have the conversation um she will have the hard conversations with you she will go deep with you she will be there for you so um Cheyenne is there anything else you'd like to share I don't want to wrap up like <laughs> I'm really enjoying this um oh and go check out our podcast it's the same it's the acoustic you correct podcast it's on every platform that podcasts are available so apple podcast spotify google the whole thing um and again you can find that link on my instagram or you can just google the acoustic you podcast and it'll pop up yes and give back Cheyenne is thank you so much so grateful for your time today I know you're you are a busy busy human busy busy lady a busy busy mom um so thank you for your time and let's give back to Cheyenne and go check out our podcast download the her episodes and share get her out there to more people we want um we want more healing in the world so is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up Cheyenne oh my gosh just thank you for having me and sharing this space with me and being able to share my truth and my stories and you guys there's a bunch of freebies even on my website there's free sessions so go click them especially if you are wanting to just get your toes wet um also it's not just for women you know obviously like my niche and my passion is working with women, but I do have a lot of male clients and those are really fun trying to teach male how to get out of their masculinity and step into their femininity. So um, if you're a male and you're listening to this, like I work with you too. And so I do work with everybody. There is no young, old gender. Like it doesn't matter. Like 
I work with everybody. And so, yeah, if you have questions, slide into my DMs. You can follow me at underscore Cheyenne Williams. Um, You can follow my podcast at the Acoustic You Academy on Instagram and look forward to connecting with you guys. Awesome. And Cheyenne is giving a free gift to all of you. So grab her other free gifts too. Go to her website, go to all the things, but first check her out on Instagram and make sure you grab the free gift that she has here. Okay. Um, so you can so get- with that being said, you will have access to the freebie as well. So if you are wanting to get free content, a free course and into my world for free, make sure you go to the show notes right now to follow the directions on how to get access to your free reframe session. I look forward to connecting with you guys. One way to allow individuals to find the acoustic cue is to invite them in on this journey. So if you have a tug on your heart to share these episodes with people who you believe can learn from them or benefit from them or need to hear them, share these episodes, share the podcast, leave a review, leave a rating, and let's go impact the world one day at a time. The best way for us to give back to those that we love is to invite them to become the best versions of themselves. I hope you guys are having the most amazing day and we'll check back in later.